going to return, because we've had so much reaction to this issue, we're going to return to the issue of the renaming of the Stephen Street car park in Sligo. It is to become Queen Maeve Square as part of a 3.8 million euro redevelopment. And it does seem that the name of the new development is throwing up more divided opinion than anything else. And we told you yesterday of the petition which is now underway to oppose the use of the name Queen Maeve Square with Adrian O'Neill of the Sligo and Heritage History Club uh, telling us that Stevens Street is already named after a Sligo citizen, namely Edmund Stevens, who owned a considerable number of local properties in the middle of the 17th century. So yeah, Edmund Stevens, who owned quite a lot of the property on that side of the town. So, you know, he was he was a big figure at that time, you know. Um, and a lot of people don't realise that a lot of these street names, they're named after people or, you know, they're named, you know, after certain buildings and stuff like that. Uh, Brian Scanlon has uh, contacted us in relation uh, to this well-known uh, local historian. Um, it's not so much the name, Brian, you're saying. It's it's the concept of the development you have an issue with. Is that right? Well, I, I have an issue with, and I suppose it goes back to uh, us losing the borough and the 12 councillors that used to represent the town and the emergence of uh, the group BID along with the Chamber of Commerce and their influence on the whole town. And, um, you know, I sent you an email there outlining really a lot of what I'm saying, but basically, um, first of all, to cover uh, this proposal for Stephen Street Car Park, you know, uh, we, had a, we, had a, we had a member of the County Council speaking to you there in an interview uh, last week, I think, yeah. uh, at the beginning of the week, promoting this, you know, and uh, saying it was part of the cultural area of the town. Now, my argument is that if it's part of the cultural area of the town, it should be located on the mall uh, where part of Connaughton Road Car Park at the top there comes out onto an entrance onto the mall, and that would situate it next up to beside the Nyland Centre, and it would rejig and revitalise the mall area. Yeah. And we wouldn't lose very important car park spaces. Okay, well, right. we've, we've been down that road years ago and that yeah. was the proposal, as you remember. Yeah. I don't know if it was when you, your time in the council, that was a proposal. It never went anywhere at all, that It never went anywhere, court. but the funding and, 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 and all this thing wasn't probably put together. The thing now is that I remember when, when the corporation was in existence and the Chamber of Commerce was kept at arm's length because the local authority as a duty of care to the whole town. Now, in, it's, this is only my opinion now. Since the removal of the borough and the coming into the existence of this organisation, BID, uh, the County Council, who has taken over a, the second largest urban area in Connacht, has kind of lost sight that it is running a complete city and it uh, has a duty of care to every part of it. And they seem to have fallen into, how should I say, great friends with these business people in the oh, Golden All right. Circle. Well, I mean, it's like a bit or not on here is to defend themselves, so we have to be, well, be mindful of that. But my opinion, I, yeah, I know, so, I know it's only your opinion, but, but here we are. Here we are with a 3.8 million euro development to be completed within a year. That that wasn't done during the term of, of the Borough Council. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, so, so who, who's... Who's the real success story Who's getting things done? I have no problem, with, no problem with, with, with the project. I have no problem with the town needs that project. What, what I have a problem with is 
that it's going into an area of the town that's probably booming the best part of the town and the rest of the town is falling asunder. And we need, the county council is not a tourist board organisation. It's not there to boost how many people go into the restaurants along the riverside. It's there to look after the whole town. And, and, and it's the same with cleaning the town and looking after the town. High Street is falling down. There is no plan in the county council to help High Street. There's no plan in the county council going forward, playing for money for Hopen Street, for the Cramore Road, for Mailcoach Road, for Churchill. You know, these the, the Golden Circle, O'Connor Street, Grant Street, Castle Street, uh, Stephen Street and Rockwood Parade yeah. are swept on a daily basis and everything is done to keep them. The rest of the town is completely neglected. All right, but, but that's the centre of the town. Is that not the logical and no, I, obvious place to... Carney Street and High Street was as much central as the town as Grattan Street and Castle Street was. Well, that, that was of a time, but not anymore, as you say. No, but, but Niall, the county council have a duty of care to the whole town. It should be looking to put these projects into areas that will improve a neglected area of the town, not promote an area that is booming already, and and going to bed with bid and the count and and the chamber of commerce and making rich people richer. Okay. Along I, the river. I, well, I'm sure that's not the intention of anybody in this case. But the the, the old argument, uh, Brian Scanlon, that the the rising tide lifts all boats, and a development like this will attract more people into Sligo Town, right. um, and enhance tourism, and then then other areas of the town which you feel are more neglected will benefit as well in every way. No, but that but that's not the way it works now because I'm after I'm sitting here looking at uh, an annual report from bid for 2021. And stated on it is something that, that that scares me as a man born and reared in this town. We provide footfall data to Sligo County Council and new businesses. And basically what they're saying is that we tell the county council and new businesses where people, what streets are the busiest now? And if the county council is paying heed to that, it will ignore the streets that need help. Okay. But but the, count, the the county council is a is a, a singular entity. They they do what they are advised to do by the councillors, no, as you well know. Like just just because somebody is a, just because somebody's advising them on on footfall uh, to uh, the town doesn't mean they're they're taking that as gospel and acting on it. Niall, this organisation bid has a full time lobbyist, full time, and, and nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. No, no, but he's but I'm fair play to them. They will, they will push for anything they can get. But when you're dealing with the county council, the county council has to hold, say, hold on a minute. There's areas of this beautiful town of ours falling down. We're going into the winter again now, and I guarantee you some stage in this winter there'll be barriers up in High Street keeping people off the footpath because the buildings are falling out on the street. We had it last year. We had a, a large house down in Lower Key Street that was in danger of falling, and we had barricades around that for a little while, and they were taken away. There was nothing, thing, nothing done with that building. It's a danger to the public. Okay. And there's these areas of the town that's fallen down, that needs help, and we, the county council, in my opinion, is promoting the busiest part of the town without coming up with plans to help the other areas of the town. Okay, but your frustration should not be should be directed, should it not, at the eighteen councillors in Sligo County Council. To to my uh, to my knowledge, and I stand corrected, not one of them have raised objections to this particular plan and saying the money might 
be better spent elsewhere. Well, Niall, the trouble so do you not think the councillors are failing you well, as a concerned with, citizen? The trouble with the, the, the set-up in the county council at the moment is that this town, which is one-third of the population of the whole county, is grossly under-representative in the council chamber. There is four councillors that live in the town out of 18. You know, and that is the reality of it. But a lot of these decisions are executive decisions. They're not made by the councillors. And they are, as far as I can see, the county council have got in debate with these with business people, I know you. you I mean, there's, you know, just you know that you can't say something like that. They're not here to defend I, themselves. I no, because it is my opinion, and I'm entitled to my opinion. And I and I have seen it, you know. And and the sad thing is that this project will go ahead because the stage is built already, and there's loads of years after me. This is, isn't something that's cropped up. This has been going on for the last three or four years. This plan, and it it will go ahead. And what I'm saying is it would remove car park spaces from the busiest part of the town around the, the, around the, the river. And it would put in a, a venue that needs far more car park spaces. And it would just, in my opinion, this has all got to do with pressure from business people in the Golden Circle Street, uh, yeah, well, we've we've heard that trotted out for years now, and no, and, and I, there, I mean, there's well, nothing, the absolutely right. nothing wrong with, with lobbying the council on any issue, as you well know, no, and you've you've done fine, it, you've done no, it yourself no, many times. I, I have no problem with anyone lobbying the council, and, and 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 in this situation, it's on a daily basis. But what I'm saying is, the county council are not there, and they are not funded by the government to mind four or five streets in this town. They are there to mind the whole town. And they are not doing it. And it's in it's the evidence is in your eyes to drive around it. I go down Adley Street coming home from work every day. We have beautiful protected buildings in this town. The, the first building on the end of Wine Street as I drive down used to be Polyphon's buildings. Most of us would know over the tower in it. There's a tree growing out of a chimney. And it's there for years, it's getting bigger and bigger. It's going to take down that chimney. There's been nothing done about that, it's a protected structure. And straight in front of me after that building was what we call Dr. Murphy's House, number one, Union Street. There's another tree growing out of that chimney. That's another protective structure. There's nothing being done. Everything is being focused on the one small area of the town that please a very small, rich people who want to get richer. That is my opinion. All right. Okay, that is your opinion. Uh, Brian Scanlon, thanks uh, for joining us uh, this morning. This person says, for once I have to agree with Brian Scanlon. He's dead right about the golden circle of businesses and streets in this town. I am born and bred in Sligo, and I can see it clearly. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce have a lot to answer for by not encouraging high street, high street shops uh, to the town. But again, um, they, put a, they put a stop to it down the years. It's, this is a great project, but it's in the wrong part of town, as is this person. Um, Sligo County Council should be looking after their paying tenants, maintenance on their houses, which is not being done. I can't even get them out to look at problems that people are having in their homes. Never mind the Stephen Street car park. It's elsewhere that money uh, should be going. Someone else says, was listening to Brian Scanlon, the Mal area would be a disaster for a development like this. The location in Stephen Street is the best location. The area has access to Stephen Street, the Bridge of Light Links, Rockwood Parade, which feeds into Castle Street, Grattan Street, O'Connell Street and onto High Bridge. 
I hope the council stick with the name Queen Maeve Square. The name itself is a big tourist attraction. Everybody benefits. I say roll on the development of this location in Stephen Street. Well done to Sligo County Council for getting funding for the project to Sligo Bid and the Tidy Towns along with the council. They're doing great things to improve Sligo, as says Joe. Uh, Bernard Sweeney is online too. Um, member of and sometimes spokesperson for the travelling community in Sligo, which is probably irrelevant completely uh, in a discussion like this, maybe not, uh, Bernard, but you're bemused by the name change, is that right? Well, I suppose there is a connection, there's a car park involved. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of amused by it. Um, I was speaking to uh, Dylan McSharry, or Dylan Foley, he's a local archaeologist and historian, so I was asking about uh, Stephen Street uh, car park. Mm-hmm. But he was telling me that the car park was built... Um, at no time when Mr. Stevens, Edmund uh, Stevens was around. So the car park wasn't named after him. And then he looked into it and he told me, actually, um, it, it, it was never given a name. It was just wasteland at the back of that street. So changing the name wouldn't be true because it wasn't named after a Stephen, uh, Stephen car park. But I think the other part is which... I think people... A couple of things have been said there. Mr. Scandal was absolutely right. I think everybody detects that this has turned into a middle-class, upper-middle-class merchant-style project and has little to do with the town, or at least it's keeping people away from it. I would say that Stephen Street can remain Stephen Street. I would say call the car park Queen Mays Park or Square because, one, Queen Maeve has a lot of connection to Sligo. It isn't just about her being a queen. She was also a goddess and she was the Queen of Connacht. So that also covers Sligo where Mr. Stevens was a medieval 16th century, 17th century merchant. Nothing wrong with that. Like the other streets in Sligo called Edward Street and so on support. So I would say if the town wants to become a booming capital culture, it's to go straight into mythology. It's to bring all that back uh, and rejoice in it. And also for Sligo people in general to see that this would be, I think, probably one second woman of Irish history, um, we could say, to be named in the town. Okay, so, so you, you, th- you think it's a good idea to rename it Queen Maeve uh, Square? I, I think, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's good for another reason. It's because um, Queen Maeve was a very strong, powerful woman. Um, she took no nonsense from anyone. And she's an inspiration for women. And equality, you name it. It was all there, probably 4,000 years ago. There's been women in the today, let alone recent decades, fighting for women's rights. So I think it would be a lovely tourist attraction. It would also link people in the town with Queen Maeve. In other words, they might research her, they might look into her, and they'll reroute a lot of their old mythology and history. So I think name the whole town after gods and goddesses, and you'll have a booming town in no time. No oh. time. Right, OK. And the development so, itself, it's, it's, it's in the right location, you think it is the, 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 well, the I right... Think everybody's saying it. I mean, it didn't take me to come on and say it. I think they see that the kind of an upper-middle-class merchant style uh, give the nod to the politician and everything happens there. Like, even the removing of the benches, people felt um, put off by that. Now, I'm sure one of the reasons was, well, at least was circulating, that the benches was drawing a form of antisocial behaviour. Now, I have a theory on that. If you were to get them benches and put them outside the garden station and see if they draw any antisocial behaviour, and if they don't, it's not the benches. Now, I would say maybe bring back the benches and call the benches Stephen's benches and 
Cremate Car Park, which has no official name anyway. So it isn't even a name change. It's just giving up a car park that didn't have a name, a name. Right, OK. Um, but you would welcome, in general, apart from the controversy over the name and, as we heard this morning, possibly location, you, you think it's a good and positive oh, yeah. development for Sligo? Absolutely. I mean, the equivalent of Queen Maeve has been celebrated to this day in um, India, part of India, North India. Mm. Um, the Greek gods have their version of Queen Maeve. So I would say to people in Ireland that if you want to get up, one of the reactions, I believe, is like a colonial uh, psychosis or a colonial Stockholm syndrome. It's almost a fear and anxiety of changing something. Now, if you think about it, when you take a step back from it, what is the fear of changing an old English merchant that came here through the process of colonisation, caused destruction, had a street named after him, whether people liked it or not, there was no Ocean FM at the time to debate it. So that's, that's the kind of process that happened. I would say change all these names back to old uh, mythology, Gaelic lords or whatever it might be. And there you have then a vibrant cultural spot in the west of Ireland, celebrating the culture and not being ashamed of it. Very good. Uh, Bernard, thanks for being with us. Uh, Bernard Sweeney there. Uh, this person says, uh, why not split the difference, as it were? Why not name it Stephen Street Square? Very simple, just off Stephen Street. Uh, Arthur Gibbons was on your radio yesterday on about uh, Cultra. Uh, the people of Fort Hill are in the exact same situation, buying coal, the heat is going out the window, completely forgotten about, windows falling out, dampness, and yet the council say they have no money for anything, but they can put 3.8 million euro into a car park. Uh, the money they're spending on Stephen Street would be better spent on run-down houses or doing something for the youth of today, like football pitches, not wasting it uh, the way they are going uh, to waste it, says this person. Uh, wouldn't transforming a completely new area like Lower Key Street into something uh, like that proposed for Stephen Street Car Park be a perfect location? There's plenty of surrounding parking there and can be seen by passing potential tours. It would also lift another part of Sligo Town and it goes on and on 